that you might even just be exhausted all the time in general and not even realize it or you might find yourself to be very introverted needing to recollect your energy all the time and not even realize why but it might be because of this Hey girl, hey, and welcome to the Self-Love Fix Podcast, where we get relatable, we share tea, and we support each other on this journey of self-love, self-worth, personal development, self-esteem, and self-care. Because why wait until it's too late to start becoming the best version of ourselves? Let's start today. And I'm your host. Beatrice. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday and welcome back to the Self Love Fix. I'm your host Beatrice and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today, like always, of course. But I just feel very, very grateful for all of you. I feel like I might mention this almost every single episode, but it's because it's very, very true. Um, I was just thinking about it today and I was like, wow, there's this whole community of all of you out there and I just feel very grateful for each and every one of you. And it got me to thinking, you know, there's so many of you out there and I feel like we should have a special name for all of us, you know? And it's a funny story. I was at Trader Joe's earlier today and I saw the most beautiful sunflowers. They're actually an orangey. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> They're like an orangey, salmon-y, pinky color. And I thought to myself what if we were the sunflower community what if you guys are the sunflowers you know because sunflowers they always reach towards the light and i know that sounds a little bit corny but it's so true that's what we're all doing right we're all reaching for the light we're all trying to find parts of ourselves to love ourselves better we're reaching towards that source and that's what sunflowers do so now y'all are sunflowers (laughs) and this is the sunflower community so welcome to the sunflower community over here at the self-love fix and if you're new a very special welcome to you also it is week number two of the uh, social distancing quarantining that we're all experiencing and I just wanted to let you know for all of you who are in situations where you might be again like I said last week living with a narcissist living with someone emotionally abusive married to a narcissist in a relationship with a narcissist or somebody else of the emotional abusive caliber of the same caliber I just want you to know my thoughts are with you, that you will get through this and to remember to check in with yourself and to always make time for yourself, space for yourself. If you have to go outside, take a walk, get some air to prevent yourself from reacting or getting involved in their emotionally abusive tactics or anything like that. You just need a moment to yourself. Just go outside, take a walk, take a breather. It will make you feel so much better. Meditate that also helps it helps you to ground yourself to root yourself back into your own body um, instead of kind of feeling anxious and all over the place that's what i would say and just remember that you will get through it you definitely will get through it for all of you who are not in that situation but still not used to this whole you know staying in all the time and feeling anxious in that respect same to you take a walk if you need to meditate if you need to just remember that sometimes we are put in uncomfortable situations or situations we're not used to in order to help us grow so maybe try and think of this as a great time to grow i know sometimes we don't always want to find the good and the bad but there's one you know sort of light at the end of the tunnel if I can think of any okay so before we get into this episode I wanted to let you know I have the 
green calcite crystal. Um, she is a crystal that helps to release buried emotions and bring them to the surface so they don't eat us up and sort of just consume us and end up manifesting as you know some sort of form of anxiety or even depression or even physical disease um it just sort of helps us to release stored emotions so that is the crystal i have today reason being is because today we're going to talk about how codependency affects how you see others and sort of the emotions that can get stored as a result of how we see others so if you are unaware of what codependency is codependency is a coping mechanism that can develop as a result of going through narcissistic abuse or emotional abuse it's a coping mechanism that causes you to unconsciously feel dependent on other people to feel like you need their approval to feel like you need to be around them all the time to be afraid of being alone whether it's physically or in terms of you know not being in a relationship with someone and in short it's an inability to be able to understand yourself as an individual because you you know mesh with other people emotionally you mesh with other people mentally you unconsciously have difficulty with boundaries unconsciously have difficulty viewing yourself separately from other people so that is codependency um, in a synopsis a short little synopsis and getting back into it, how does codependency affect how we see others? So number one, it causes you to see others as your emotional compass. So what does that mean? So what this means is you're constantly tuning into the energy of other people. And if you find that somebody is getting angry or if somebody is uncomfortable or if someone is in distress, you automatically align and match with those emotions without even trying, uh, whether they are emotions that are directed towards you or not you will find yourself aligning with that you know if they're getting anxious you're getting anxious they're getting angry you're getting angry and your emotional sense of self is very sort of easily changeable depending on the emotional reactions or emotional responses of others you may find this to be exhausting and don't even realize it. You might even just be exhausted all the time in general and not even realize it. Or you might find yourself to be very introverted, needing to recollect your energy all the time and not even realize why. But it might be because of this, because of this constant oscillation of emotions, the volatility of emotions, because you are looking to other people to regulate your emotional self that's what codependency does it it causes you to look to other people to regulate your emotional self why because of growing up in an atmosphere where it was just there was constant maybe chaos or people changing their emotions to and fro to and fro and you know no consistency so you're used to kind of having to match with that kind of having to align with that because it was your home that was your place that was supposed to be your place of comfort so your comfort is literally oscillation of emotions and matching of emotions with other people to find a sense of stability that's how you find stability and this is totally all unconscious like you don't even realize it um but then what you did at home you end up playing out in real life uh, i shouldn't say in real life but you end up playing out outside of the home so healing from codependency calls us to separate and step back from this attachment to other people's emotional state it calls us to observe it and to not align with it and to not attach to it 
So number two is that you see others as having access to habits and ways of being that you feel you do not have access to. And when I say that, I mean like you might see that other people have, I don't know, morning routines or nighttime routines or ways of doing things, ways of doing their schoolwork if you're still in school or ways of doing their work ways of being organized, ways of handling their home, ways of handling their children, ways of handling their relationship, all those kinds of things. Like you see them as having sort of access to this way of being, way of carrying out their lives that you feel that you can't grasp or you feel that you can't and you kind of feel like, okay, I have to change myself and try to be like them because you view them as being, having the answers, as being the ones with all the answers, as being the ones with the solutions, as being the ones who are better than you so maybe you find yourself being like okay I have to get my life together I have to start organizing myself like x y and z I have to start being the Pinterest queen I have to start da 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 and da 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 because you see a certain other person doing it and you know what I mean like you feel like you have to realign yourself like they do in order to be a better version of yourself and then a week or two or three down the line you find yourself not doing those things because you realize it's not in alignment with who you are you were just trying to become something similar to who they are or adopt something similar to them because you felt like it would give you maybe it would make you feel better it would make you feel better about yourself that kind of a thing and I don't think it's bad to get inspired by other people and how they live their lives and things like that but there's a difference between being inspired and feeling like you would be better if you were like someone else being inspired is just kind of like ooh, I could probably use a couple of changes in my life um, to better you know make myself more efficient to better myself that kind of thing but if you're like no the way I live my life is a mess the way I do things is a mess it's not right they're doing it right I need to do it like them that's what I'm talking about so it's more of an extreme sort of approach to it again it's because of the root of codependency really is this idea that you're not good enough unfortunately because when you were growing up people or someone made you feel like you weren't good enough so you're constantly unconsciously trying to look for ways to improve yourself which of course we all know the truth here you're fine just the way you are I know many of you are looking to start therapy in order to deepen your healing process but maybe worried about the cost of therapy I used to feel the exact same way until I tried better help during the beginning of my self-care journey when I was a student. BetterHelp provides online coaching that is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp is available worldwide and you can start in less than 24 hours. They match you to your own licensed professional therapist based on your needs and BetterHelp is committed to making sure you find a great match so you can easily change counselors if you need. For free, BetterHelp has offered the Self Love Fix listeners 10% off their first month through my link, trybetterhelp.com forward slash self love fix. That's try better H E L P. I highly recommend BetterHelp as they were there for me on my journey. So thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast episode. Link will be in the bio below. Okay, so number three is actually on the reverse. You might compare the way you live to the way others live and think of yourself actually more highly than someone else. So, well, first, it's not in the way that a narcissist would, um, meaning it's not kind of like you're high and mighty and you have like a lot of ego. It's more in a way of just you are so used to living a certain way and you maybe think that everybody else 
should live a certain way because that's how you were taught. That's a very common thing with codependency is this is how I learned how to do things. So everyone should do things, you know, maybe you might think that way about how you clean, right? I used to be like that. I would be like, okay, this is the right way to clean because this is how I learned. So if I had roommates or, um, you know, I would see the way other people handled their homes or even their workspaces, I'd be like, oh my gosh, how do they not keep their stuff you know clean how do they not do x y and z how are they not cleaning their bathroom every week like things like that because i truly thought the way i did things was best in terms of cleaning anyway and so i kind of would judge other people's ways of cleaning against mine that's like a really minor example but it could be take that and apply it to your life do you do that with other aspects of your life like maybe what you believe or maybe how you take care of kids if you have kids or how you work oh my gosh I don't even want to get into that one I think I've talked about this too in another episode about work and um, co-workers and things like that that's a place where it could really spill over is how do you work are you constantly looking at other people if you're not a manager that is are you constantly looking at how other people are doing their work handling their work and are you you know piping in chiming in and telling them how to do it unsolicited I don't know guys is that something you do if it is don't be too hard on yourself it's just what you learned it's how you grew up uh but yeah codependency can really affect the way we view other people and it causes us to compare how other people live their lives to our own without even realizing it Okay, so number four, you may view certain people as being almost higher than you. I don't know how to explain it other than to give an example. Like, for example, maybe if it comes to people you are interested in romantically, maybe you might think, oh, this person is so good looking, they're so X, Y, and Z, and you might feel like they are above you, like you might feel like they are somebody hard to reach, that you could never have them, that kind of a thing, or even in terms of friends, you might think that they are so quote-unquote put together or so quote-unquote, I don't know, maybe (laughs) they make a lot of money or they have a certain status, and you might look to them and think, they are above you and so you're just kind of like I don't want to ever mess anything up I'm beneath them and you might carry yourself as someone who's beneath them and you might feel like okay I have to maybe agree with everything they say or align myself with how they are this could also be in regards to people who are maybe spiritual teachers or religious teachers or just figures that you look up to for that side of life the spirituality the religion or even just learning things from other people like politics maybe it's political figures people like that you might look at these people and think okay all or nothing like I've got to align myself with all their beliefs and values or if I don't I'm basically wrong because I see them so highly in my eyes that's kind of the way you would see it or see them or you know going back to what I was saying about romantic partners you might be like oh okay I've got to make it work I've got to do everything I can to keep them because I see them so highly you know what I mean it's just kind of like you feel as though you have to do a lot of work in order to be seen right by these people or in order to feel okay with yourself because you see them as being above you unconsciously it's not like you consciously are like oh yes this religious leader spiritual teacher or romantic interest of mine is above me it's not like you're consciously thinking this this is just all at the unconscious level but your actions might show that you are unconsciously 
believing this. Okay, and so the last one, number five, is that ultimately you seek to find your sense of self in others. And I think I briefly touched on this at the beginning of the episode, but basically what I mean when I say this is you sort of look to others as the blueprint for who you should be, for who you are. You look to them to tell you if you are good at something, if you look beautiful, if are handling situations quote-unquote the right way basically you look to other people to find your sense of who you are you look to other people and maybe get a little puzzle piece from this person a puzzle piece from that person to sort of make this master puzzle of who you are this can feel exhausting it can feel confusing especially if you get one piece of information from this person and another piece from that person and they're telling you this about yourself but this person's telling you that about yourself like I remember when I used to go to my friends about um, certain things like I couldn't even make small decisions my own because I didn't trust my own judgment and so I would go to different friends like 10 different friends I'm not kidding like 10 different friends to try and come up with a solution because I'm like okay I trust these people basically more than I trust myself of course this is all at the unconscious level but like I remember maybe it would be a couple friends who would say do do it this way and a couple other friends who would say do it that way and I would just be like what do I actually do And it's because I didn't look to myself. I was looking to other people to find my sense of self. Like maybe if they tell me how to handle it, I'll know how to handle it. But no, you know yourself better. You know yourself best. So that is going to wrap it up for the five ways that codependency affects how you see others. And as always, don't forget, I do have my inner child healing affirmations and meditations in the description box below if you are looking for some more guidance on your own personal inner child healing thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and i will catch you here same time same place thank you have a great rest of your week